Hello, this is Minister Glenn Burrell from Seed of Faith Clinic Podcast, where the Word of God is able to save your soul. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a word of edification from the Word of God. Well, today we want to talk on the subject of faith that is insatiable. Faith that is insatiable. But before we get into the message, let's look at the definition of insatiable. Insatiable. Insatiable means that it's impossible to be satisfied. Insatiable means that it's incapable of being satisfied. Another word for insatiable is quenchless. Another word for insatiable is unquenchable, unstoppable, never quit. Amen. So that's, that's what I'm trying to say to you today that our faith should never be satisfied. Amen. So we want to take our text today from Hebrews, the 10th chapter, and we'll begin reading at the 35th verse. Verse 35 says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. So in other words, he said, don't throw down your confidence. Don't abandon your confidence. Amen. Don't fling away your confidence. Don't fling away your faith. Amen. Say, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. Hallelujah. So that's telling me that, that God says he want to reward my faith. The Williams translation say, for it holds a rich reward for you. So it's an amazing God that he's always trying to give us something. He's always trying to get us something. Well, he said, when you activate your faith in the word of God and allow your faith to be insatiable, never being satisfied, but always reaching to a higher place in the word of God. Hallelujah. That you will be rewarded for your faith. Not only be rewarded, but he said there'll be a rich reward reward for your faith. Amen. Verse 36. For ye have need of patience. Oh, oh we have a, a, a big need of that. Because in the midst of circumstances, in the midst of situations, in the midst of problems that arise, your faith needs to have patience working along with it, which will endure in the midst of the situation. Patience. We need a steady patience. We need a patience that's steadfast. Amen. He said, for ye have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Well, he said you might receive the promise. Well, the reason he said you might receive the promise is, is because there's no guarantee that you're going to allow your faith to endure to the end until the faith process is complete in what you're believing for. But if you stay connected to the word of God and your faith stay activated in the word of God, there's a guarantee that you will Receive the promise. You will receive what you are believing for. Amen. 
Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Verse 37. For yet a little while. For yet a little while. Yeah, a little while. It's going to be a little while before Jesus come back. So I want to know, are you ready when he return? Amen. He said, for yet a little while. And he that shall come will come. Oh, he's coming. That's a guarantee. He's coming. Amen. And he will not tarry when he comes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So your faith need to be unstoppable. Your faith need to be unquenchable until the day that Jesus returns. Glory to God. There should be no, no slack in your faith. There should be no, no, no slothfulness in your faith. In the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 38. Oh, now the just, now the just, now the just. Who are the just? The just are we that are the believers, amen? We are the just. Well, what does God mean, said now the just? So the just mean that, that we've been declared innocent, that we're no longer guilty of sin, amen? Hallelujah. Yeah, I said we're no longer guilty of sin because the sin problem has been taken care of. Well, who took care of the sin problem? Was it you? No, it wasn't you. You weren't capable of taking care of your sin problem. You weren't capable of stopping your wrongdoing. You weren't capable of stopping your evil deeds. So God sent his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. He died for our sins. He paid the price for our sins. He redeemed us. Amen. So when God sent Jesus to redeem us, which he did, hallelujah, and he finished the task. Amen. He finished the task. He died on the cross and he rolled. God raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand. But not only that, he sprinkled his blood on the mercy seat. And when he sprinkled that blood on the mercy seat, that declared us innocent in the sight of God. Glory to God. I say glory to God. We're innocent. Hallelujah. Because of the blood of Jesus and what he did on Calvary. Not because of your works. Because there's nothing that we could do to make ourselves right before God. Amen. So we are the just. And I want to also say that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You have been declared right and in right standing with God because of the blood of Jesus. Well, scripture proof. Let's look at 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, verse 21. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. That we might be made. See, we were made righteous. And not your works. Your works didn't make you righteous. Your works weren't capable of making you righteous. So therefore, if that was the case, there was no need for Jesus to come. If you could do it, amen. There was no need for Jesus to come if those in the Old Testament was able uh, to, to make themselves right with God. Amen. It said, for he made him to be sin for us, 
who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God. See, we were made the righteousness of God, not our works. So keep that in mind. Your works will never make you in right standing with God. Amen. Hallelujah. What makes you right standing with God is your belief in Jesus Christ and what he did on Calvary. And believing God raised him from the dead. And your confidence in the word of God. Amen. Romans 3.22. Say even the righteousness of God. Which is by faith. See it's your faith that caused you to be righteous. Before God as well. Amen. Your believing. Hallelujah. Your confidence. Even the righteousness of God. Which is by faith. Of Jesus Christ. The faith of Jesus made us righteous unto all. See, righteousness has been presented to all, but all have not accepted the righteousness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Upon all them that believe. <clears throat> See, it's the believers that are declared righteous. Hallelujah. I say it's the believers that are declared righteous. For there is no difference. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I want you to understand that you are the just. And that you have been declared righteous. Amen. So verse 38 again says, now the just shall live by faith. So now that we've been, been declared innocent and now that we've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. What should be our lifestyle? How should our character be developed? Amen. In the word of God. Our character should be developed and have a foundation of faith so that we can live the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You have to be uh, have a mindset of the fact that I'm innocent before God because he only sees me through the blood of Jesus. I've been made righteous by the blood of Jesus. Amen. So therefore, I can declare myself to be righteous. I can declare myself to be innocent. I can declare myself to be the just. Hallelujah. But he said the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. One translation say, but my righteous one by faith shall live. My righteous ones. Those are the believers, amen? If you are a believer, then you are a righteous one. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, but if any man draw back, hallelujah, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. What are you drawing back from? From your faith? What are you drawing back from? The word of God. Hallelujah. When I say your faith should be insatiable, your faith should never draw back. Your faith should never quit. Your faith should never be satisfied. Amen. So we're not the ones that draw back. Glory to God. I want God to have pleasure in me. Glory to God. I want God to be pleased with my faith. Amen. Because it's impossible. To please God without faith. It's impossible to receive from God without faith. Amen. 
Hallelujah. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe, but of them that believe, but of them that believe. That's your confidence. That's your faith. Amen. But unto them that believe into the saving of the soul. Hallelujah. The saving of the soul. The word of God is what saves your soul. Hallelujah. But you got to believe and stay in faith. Hallelujah. And your faith should never be satisfied until the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. So praise God. The word of God is good. And the word of God is good for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But but he talked about don't cast away your confidence. And he went on and said in the 10th chapter of Hebrews, he said, don't draw back on your faith. Don't draw back on the word of God. But I want to emphasize something that he went on over into the 11th chapter and verse 1 of Hebrews, which he was continuing his conversation. Well, I want us to understand now that faith is always in the present tense. Faith is always now. So I'm not taking anything from the, away from the fact that faith is now. Because when, when we believe and when we pray and believe, hallelujah, glory to God, we have it at that time. At the very moment that we pray and believe, we have it before we see it. Amen. But so that put faith in the present tense. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, but he went on and continued his conversation in chapter 11 in verse 1. So, you know, you're having a conversation with somebody and you, you're telling them about a certain subject and you you informing them how they should act and how they should carry out. And then he went on to say, now, now, now let me tell you about faith. So we, we, we've been encouraged not to draw back. We've been encouraged not to drop or throw away our confidence. But now let, let me tell you what faith is now that I've instructed you that you shouldn't cast away your faith. Amen. You shouldn't cast away your confidence. So he said, now, 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 now faith is uh, the substance of things. Yeah, that's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. We all have hopes, but your hopes are no good without faith. Amen. It's faith that drives your hope into reality. It's faith that is the transportation that brings your faith into reality, in what you are believing for. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Faith is the bulldozer that pushes your hope into a reality. Hallelujah. As long as you don't draw back, as long as you don't cast away your confidence. Amen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence, evidence of things not seen. The word of God is the evidence of things not seen. The word of God is your faith. Amen. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing come by the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Well, praise the Lord, for he is good and he's good all the time. Amen. Well, let's go over to Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and we'll start reading at the 11th verse. Because when you're uh, in faith and when you're uh, 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 believing for something, glory to God, you can't go in to the word of God and believing for something with your faith to be half-dressed. So you got to be fully dressed, hallelujah, when you go into battle with the enemy. Because the enemy, every time you put your faith out there to believe for something, he's going to challenge your faith. So when you go out to believe God for something and your faith is being challenged, you're in the battle. Amen. Your confidence is at stake. Glory to God. Your patience is at stake. So you got to be fully dressed. And God told us how to dress. He told us what to dress up in. Glory to God. And we'll see that in the scriptures in just a minute. Hallelujah. But I know that we dress up on the outside and we look pretty on the outside and, you know, handsome on the outside and, you know, wear the expensive clothes and, 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 and dress up in three-piece suits and dress up in your silk dresses and your stilettos and, you know, your hair all did up, your hair cut real neat. Yeah, you dressed up on the outside, but I asked the question, are you naked on the inside? What are you wearing on the inside? What kind of clothes do you have on your spirit, man? Hallelujah. How is your spirit man dressed up on the inside? Is he naked? Is he half-dressed? Hallelujah. Is he incapable of going to battle with the enemy? Which is the devil? Which come to steal, kill, and destroy? So you ask yourself the question and evaluate your inner man. Evaluate your spirit man. Yeah, I'm dressed up on the outside and I wear the nice clothes. It's all good. God wants you to wear the nice clothes. He wants you to wear the three-piece suits. He wants you to wear the stilettos. He wants you to wear the silk dresses. Hallelujah. But not just dressed up on the outside and, and you being torn apart on the inside. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So verse 11 said, put on the whole armor of God. In other words, he said, put on the complete armor of God. That's what we're dressing up with. The armor of God. Hallelujah. Where do we find or where can we get the armor of God from? Out of his word. His word, hallelujah, supplies the armor that we need. Glory to God. He said, put on the whole armor of God. That ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Against the strategies of the adversary. Hallelujah. Against the cunning. Of the devil. Hallelujah. That we can stand against the devices of the devil. That we can stand against the schemes of the devil. Glory to God. That you can be successful. Resisting all the devil's methods. Glory to God. So that you may be able to stand your ground against. Hallelujah. The devil. Amen. Verse 12. <clears throat> For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Hallelujah. But we, we're not wrestling, supposed to be wrestling with one another. 
You know, and that's what a lot of believers do. We're, we're trying to tear one another apart, and, and, and the devil is tearing you both apart. Hallelujah, why are you trying to destroy one another? But our fight is not against each other. Our fight against is against this devil. Amen. Hallelujah. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood. For our uh, is no struggle against the enemy of flesh and blood. Glory to God. Our, for our contest is not with humans. Glory to God. For our fight is not against a physical enemy. Our fight is not against each other. Glory to God. And the devil is destroying a lot of believers because we're so attacking one another that we're being attacked by the enemy and defeated. Amen. So who is our fight against? It said, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. That's who our fight is against. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our fight is against the devil. Our fight is against the evil one. Our fight is against that 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 evil darkness that is attacking us on a daily basis. Amen. Our fight is against spiritual wickedness in high places. Well, you want to see what spiritual wickedness is? Hallelujah. Just turn on the news. And the news anchor person will tell you who the evil one is. He'll tell you, glory to God, the spiritual wickedness in high places. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our fight or not is not against one another. Our fight is not against flesh and blood. Amen. <clears throat> Let's look at verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Take unto you the whole armor of God. Hallelujah. It's not going to jump on you automatically. You got to put it on. Amen. He said, take unto you the whole armor of God. That ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day when, when the devil is attacking you and situations and circumstances is, is on your trail and you're having problems and anxiety and, and so forth, that God said, put on the whole armor of God so that you can withstand in the evil day in order that you may receive power to withstand, power to withstand, power to withstand. Power comes out of faith. Glory to God. Faith produces power. Hallelujah. The word of God produces power. Amen. When we believe. I say when we believe. Hallelujah. The Williams translation say in the day when evil attacks you. Glory to God. That's who our fight is against. Hallelujah. And having done all to stand, what you do when, you, when you've done all you can do to stand? You keep standing on the word of God. You keep believing. Your faith being insatiable. Your faith never stop. Your faith never quit. Hallelujah. 
Your faith is unquenchable. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Having done all to stand, we just keep standing on the word of God. Glory to God. I say we keep standing on the word of God. The Williams translation say, and after having completely finished the contest, you got to stay in the fight. You can't drop your confidence and cower down to the enemy. Glory to God, because the word of God doesn't cower down. Glory to God, the word of God doesn't run away. Glory to God, the word of God stands. Glory to God until the victory is complete. And so our faith has to, has to stand. Our faith has to be incapable of being satisfied. Our faith has to be insatiable. Amen. Never quit and never stop. Glory to God. Verse 14. Stand therefore having your lungs girded about with truth. What's the truth? The word of God. Having your lungs girded about with truth. Praise God. You got to have uh, your lungs uh, girded up. You got to have your belt, hallelujah, properly fixed. You, you, you don't want to go to battle with, with your uh, pants falling down. You don't want to go to battle, hallelujah, glory to God, trying to shoot an arrow or trying to fire at the enemy with the word of God and your pants falling down. You're trying to pull your pants up and shoot at the same time. No, you, you're going to be defeated. Amen. Hallelujah. Stand your ground. Hallelujah, with the truth girded about on your lawns. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to have your belt on. You got to strap your belt on. Glory to God. Don't let your pants fall down in the midst of the fight. Hallelujah. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. You know, we talked about you being righteous earlier, earlier that you are the righteousness in in righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, a police officer, he goes out in the community on his patrol duty. He have on his bulletproof vest. Glory to God to protect. So hallelujah. Somebody fired him. Hallelujah. That, 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 uh, that bulletproof vest is supposed to be protecting his, his, his chest. Amen. Hallelujah. That nothing will penetrate his chest. But glory to God. But God said we have the breastplate of righteousness. So that guilty conscience that you're walking around with, you need to get rid of it. Because God no longer sees you as a guilty sinner. God sees you as his righteous one. Glory to God, because you've been made righteous, because you believe in the Son of God, because you believe in the blood of Jesus, because the blood of Jesus has been sprinkled on the mercy seat on your behalf. Hallelujah. And once again, I say righteousness, glory to God, has been made available to everyone. But everyone hadn't received his righteousness because everyone hadn't believed. Amen. You got to be a believer. Hallelujah. So put your belt on. Glory to God. Put on your breastplate of righteousness and walk around with boldness and declare that I'm innocent of sin. Glory to God and boldly declare that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
Verse 15, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. Glory to God. Put your shoes on now because you got to be ready to take the word of God to wherever he directs you to. Hallelujah. You got to be able to take the gospel wherever he directs you to take it. Amen. You got to be ready. Hallelujah. Have your shoes on. Glory to God. You got your belt on. You got your, your breastplate on. You got your shoes on. Hallelujah. And above all, glory to God, above all, taking the shield of faith, 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 hallelujah, above all, besides all those things that we've talked about, the belt, the breastplate, hallelujah, the shoes, but he said above all, taking the shield of faith. Why do we need a shield of faith? We need a shield of faith to quench the fiery dots of the enemy. Hallelujah. Because the enemy is constantly shooting at you on a daily basis. Glory to God. So you got to put on the shield of faith. Of all, above all, be sure you take the great shield of faith. Hallelujah. The Wayman translation says, Wherewith you shall be able to quench. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We ought to be quenching. Hallelujah. We ought to be quenching every fiery dot that the enemy shoot at us with our faith. Hallelujah. With the shield of faith. Glory to God. So are you quenching? Hallelujah. Are you being quenched? Is your faith quenching? Or is your faith being quenched? Is your faith being defeated? Is your faith being stopped? Is your faith, hallelujah, glory to God, being satisfied? Your faith should never be satisfied. Glory to God. It should always be working on your behalf. Never call your faith out of the field. Hallelujah. Never call your faith off the battlefield. Glory to God, because the enemy never quits. So your faith in the word of God should never quit. Hallelujah. Why we need the shield of faith. Wherewith you be able to stand, be able to quench. Wherewith you be able to quench all, not just some of them. He said, but all the fiery dots of the wicked one. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We be able to quench. Our faith should be insatiable. Glory to God. Our faith should be unquenchable. Our faith should be quenchless. Glory to God. And stop letting the enemy quench your faith. You're the one that should be doing the quenching. Hallelujah. Not the enemy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You can extinguish every fiery dot that the enemy shoot at you. Glory to God. Verse 17 said, and take the, sh the helmet of salvation. Well, we need that helmet, glory to God, because our mind need to be protected with the word of God. Hallelujah. Our soul need to be protected with the word of God. Our thinking, our thoughts need to be protected. Hallelujah. So we need to put on the helmet of salvation, glory to God, and protect the way we think. Hallelujah. Because I want you to know what you think you will speak. Hallelujah. And what you think is how you live. 
glory to God. I said, what you think is what you speak. And how you think is how you live. Amen. So we need the helmet of salvation. And he said, and the sword of the spirit. Glory to God. You can't dress up. Glory to God. With, with, with the breastplate of righteousness and your lawns girded about. Hallelujah. You got your shoes on. Hallelujah. You got your helmet on. And you stepping out. And you're not speaking the word of God. Glory to God. You got to speak the word of God. You got to, you got to be bold to say what the word of God say concerning your situation. Because you have what you say. Mark 11. 23 says, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he saith. See, you got to put your mouth to work. Hallelujah. Your soul, your mouth, and your heart need to be in agreement. Glory to God. Your thinking ability. Hallelujah. How you think. Glory to God. What you speak. And what you believe in your heart need to be in agreement. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo! Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I praise God today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. One translation say, which is what God has spoken. Hallelujah. The voice of God. I want you to say this, that the word of God is God speaking to me. Hallelujah. The word of God is God speaking to me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So evaluate yourself. Evaluate your spirit, man, and see if he dressed properly. Hallelujah. Evaluate yourself and see if your faith insatiable. Do you have a faith that unquenchable? Do you have a faith that never stops? Glory to God, a faith that never quit. Glory to God, a faith that's always on the battlefield. Glory to God, hallelujah, a faith that will always defeat the enemy. Hallelujah to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I thank you for tuning in today. And I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I ask the question, is Jesus a permanent resident in your life? Or is he just temporary? Glory to God. What do I mean? Is he a permanent resident in your life? Well, regardless of what the situation may be, regardless of whether it's good, uh, regardless of whether it's bad at the moment. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How do you receive Jesus? Is he permanent resident or is he just temporary when you're in trouble? 
when you're broke, when you're disgusted, hallelujah, when you're sick and you call on him to heal you, to prosper you, and so forth. And then after that, you forget about it. But he needs to be a permanent resident in your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I praise God. Hallelujah. And I pray that you will be prosperous, healthy, and whole until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen.